Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August the 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, as our guide. As you know, we reject revolution, unless it's a Jesus revolution. Actually, we stand for the proper, peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth via the supreme law of the land. Welcome to the broadcast the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers one of the peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips couple of quick notes and tidbits from previous shows and live reality check uh joe biden got booed in maui he makes it so much worse uh, got the piece from the blaze in a video there uh, joe literally compared his little teeny kitchen fire where he almost lost his corvette to these people that have lost everything. Uh, just showing how irrelevant, out of touch. I mean, the poor old gentleman is a sad disgrace, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to be offensive. I'm just saying to let him go out there. He looks derelict. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what's going on. He's talking about the past like an old man. I mean, it is absolutely shockingly offensive. I'm not trying to pick sides. It isn't about Republicans and Democrats. It is about the truth shall set us free. So there's the uh, little diss on Biden, but but I do it not to diss on Biden. I'm just saying, can we really let the the commander-in-chief, the leader of the free world, be that irrelevant to the people in front of the whole world to see? Folks, it is a national security issue uh, when you have that kind of a deal going on. Donald Trump, sadly, not far behind. Donald Trump promised he was going to release real, hardcore evidence of election fraud. He promised it. And then he canceled it. Shame on the Donald. He was going to unveil evidence of serious election integrity problems. But he said his lawyers would prefer to put irrefutable evidence in legal filings. Well, Donald, I hate to tell you this, but you've been at these legal filings in court for years. And it ain't done you any good except for anybody that tries to help you with that gets in trouble. Look at Sidney Powell. She had to defend herself at big expense for years to get out of the dishonest attacks on her. Uh, we never get, oh, they say no standing, no standing, no standing. That's what they told Texas. That's what they've been saying forever because they can't deal with the real issues. Your best bet, ladies and gentlemen, is to get the American people in the media to start to see facts and be forced to report on it. That's your only hope. You go behind the scenes and pretend that you're going to solve this by going to attorneys that want you to hush-hush and they're going to get fixed in court. <laughs> Good luck with that, sir. How well has it served you so far is you have to report the day after the debates what, to get your mug shot and your fingerprints and everything else because of the courts that aren't doing you justice, uh, that are putting a gag on you and everybody else everywhere? I'm telling you right now, you got to find ways for people to speak out and lay out the evidence to the American people. And in the court of public opinion, you can change minds, win hearts, and influence people. And at some point, accountability will, will only be created by our greater numbers, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Donald Trump says he's going to skip the debate. In fact, all the debates in favor of an interview with Tucker Carlson. That ought to be a blockbuster. It airs tonight. Who is Vivek Ramaswamy, you might ask? Well, I find him a quite an interesting character. 
Uh, and uh, he's a nobody, really. I mean, he's a billionaire. <laughs> Other than that, he's a nobody. No, he's a businessman. Uh, he's a first-generation American. His parents are Indian. Uh, but he's been taking the world by storm, and he's li- literally got almost center spot. Him and Ron DeSantis are center in the stage tonight in the debates. Um, he grew up in the Cincinnati area. And uh, he says, if you're going to stand out, you might as well be outstanding. That's what advice he got from his father. Vivek is an American entrepreneur. He's a, listen, they call him a political and cultural thought leader. He's a New York Times bestselling author of Woat Inc. and a whole lot more. Ramaswamy has been a prominent and an outspoken critic of ESG, which is good. Tucker Carlson interviewed Vivek Ramaswamy, and Vivek told Tucker that the FBI and the CIA lied about 9-11. Oh, boy. Good for him. Vivek Ramaswamy asked point blank if Joe Biden was a duly elected president. He wisely answered and said, we have election problems. Truth, there's only one, says Vivek, not yours. Not mine, just pure truth. In today's bureaucratic political climate where spin is all the administrative state knows how to do, we stand by cold, hard facts. That's interesting. Vivek Ramaswamy says the following statements that I find fascinating. God is real. There are two genders. Human flourishing requires fossil fuels. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is no border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism capitalism lifts people up from poverty. There are three branches of government, not four. The U.S. Constitution is the strongest guarantor of freedoms in history yeah america was founded on these truths that we find sacred and undeniable without these truths listen up without these truths our standing as a nation would mean nothing he says now he wants to shut down that administrative bureaucracy he wants to shut down the deep state and he promises he will reduce the government employee headcount over 75%. It's a bold plan. Can he get it done? Only time will tell, but I promise you this. Like him or dislike him, trust him or distrust him, believe he's for real or not, believe he has a real chance or not, the fact is he sits center in the debate tonight, and I promise you he will bring up issues that others won't touch with a 10-foot pole. With that, Lance Miliacho with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. And your quick thoughts on Vivek center stage in the debate tonight. You know, Sam, uh, first of all, thanks for having us back on. Uh, We love your listeners. We love doing the show with you. George and I talk about it constantly, how much we enjoy doing it. So first off, thanks very much for having us back. Um, Look, Vivek, you know, and I got to tell you, I, I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm off, off base, but he almost seems too perfect and too polished. 
That's you know, it right. just seems like he has all the answers for what many of us, uh, many of the conservatives, at least the conservatives that believe in the Constitution like you, myself, and George do, uh, he seems to have the answers we all want to hear. Uh, he did volunteer the other day that he would be willing to take a position as a vice president. He said it wasn't about his ego being connected to being the leader of the free world. You know, He didn't feel like that was a priority. But does it almost seem like his answers are too perfect to you? Yes, it does. He's an attorney, ladies and gentlemen. He's wicked smart, that's for sure. His answers seem too perfect, number one. And number two, remember, he's a first-generation American. Now, I don't mean to hold that against him, but when you have parents uh, that are immigrants and they get here and you're first-generation, the parents, I don't think, came here super rich, per se, uh, but then all of a sudden, hey, you're a billionaire and you're a businessman and you have credentials up the wazoo and you're an attorney and somehow, magically, you're Boom, you're on the national stage, and now you're center stage in the debate. I'm not telling you that the things he's saying are wrong. There's a lot of good to what he's saying. But I'm telling you, how does a guy like that get there? It reminds me of Barack Obama. You come out of nowhere. Boom. Now you're like the God figure. What is happening around here, George? (laughs) I'm going to keep it real on on, um, Vivek. He's telling us everything that we want to hear. You know, it's just... Like Lance said, he, he seems to have all the right answers. I there was um a video of him with um a discussion with a I believe it was a liberal and it was it seemed like it was so scripted and made out just and it kind of blew up. Everybody was um even um the liberal news outlets were you know putting it up and saying it, but it just seems so scripted. I don't know what his angle is, but when somebody tells everything that you want to hear, he's just trying to bide his time and get in and then who knows what he's going to do i don't i don't really trust him i don't know you know we don't know enough about him but listen there's only one trump people need to uh, stop trying to be like trump and be their own candidates in in that sense i mean now he is favorable DeSantis to donald trump it. and kind to donald trump which is a positive again he's saying all the right things but man how do you go from we don't even know who you are we've never even heard your name you know you're an indian it, it, immigrant first generation american now, i'm not downing that i'm not downing uh, okay but i'm saying how do you become a billionaire and instantly hit the national stage and everybody you spar with you literally slaughter it almost seems uh, okay nothing happens by accident in politics and i'm telling you this is one of them and, and sam i'm over here choking because i think you just nailed it i mean it, it's the it's the elephant in the room right this is identical to what was outed about Obama, Operation Renegade, you know, that that former FBI agent that told the story about this created individual that had come up through the ranks, appeared to have direct ties to the, 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 you know, the, the Middle Eastern community and, uh, you know, was created to fulfill the position, right? He was the perfect storm at the time for America. And I'm a little, I'm nervous. I, you know, my problem I'm is once bitten, twice shy. I'm, I'm like Pavlov's I'm dog. Nervous. I'm salivating. Russians just failed landing on the moon, but India, oh, wow, they just landed on the moon at the same yeah. time as on the debate tonight. Yeah. Ain't that cool? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, can you skip the break for me? I'm just telling you, this is amazing. I don't, I don't mean to no, doubt no, no. I don't have any real criticism that I can point to, but I'm telling you, this isn't my accident, and there's got to be more that meets the eye here. I'm not telling you that I know, so don't go off and think that I think I know things I don't. I'm just telling you, I look on the internet, 
everything is squeaky clean about the guy. He's a rock star. And in every debate, he wins. He's friends with Tucker. He's friends with everybody. Every liberal goon that tries to go up against him gets slaughtered. He, he literally just mops the floor with him. Uh, but it just seems like nothing takes him off his game. And I don't know that that's possible. Even if you're very knowledgeable about the subject, some people bring things up, they usually cut you off if you're right and you're spot on. They let Vivek rock and roll. They get I got an yeah. another they answer like to that, frustrated, Sam. But they let him go every time. How come? <laughs> they don't do that to any of us, George. Sam, you, you brought up a point. So you look at uh, Vivek. He's a billionaire, right? So he has a lot of money. Money can buy influence. Yes, money sir. can buy power. It can buy Yeah, but it doesn't data. buy you the ability to ramble on and no. tell your story when you're slaughtering Hold the up. host and they still let you go. Well, <laughs> it might because if, okay, so if, if you have enough, if you pay enough people to do research and see what people want, what they're, what they're hoping for, and you take that and you put it in your arsenal. So when those questions come, you can answer those questions according to what all the people want to hear. I'm not saying on the conservative side because he's running as a conservative. You could, you know, prepping, preparation is key, right? And he's got money, so he's he yes, has the ability to do it. That's he's why got all that. But usually, we're going to take a break, George, and we're gone, right. right? How come they're not doing that to him? They do that to everyone else, with money or not. Yeah. You know, it's the five million dollar question, right? And I agree with you, Sam. Uh, anyway, I don't mean to criticize him because I don't have any reason to. I'm just telling you, if it sounds too good to be true, you don't follow that reality check. It is. Secondarily, with money or not, how come we knew nothing about this guy? Where has he served in office before? Where does he get his constitutional chops and experience and knowledge? What? Okay, I don't want a guy, even if he is perfect, to jump on the national stage and lead the train when we know nothing about him. What do we know about Vivek? We know he's a billionaire businessman, first-generation American, um, Indian descent, so he's not, I don't know if you want to call him white, or how do you call somebody white? I don't care about that. I'm just making a point that all the things are in his favor. He's the ultimate, perfect, polished conservative. And is that really possible without an agenda, folks? Okay? Look, you can't catch lightning in a bottle. He's done it. I'm <laughs> just saying. Listen, he turned down Trump to be on his um, his right. team. So you have okay, to look why at, wouldn't he, he be on Trump's go- team and get some exposure and plan for 2028, right. Get experience. I don't know. Exactly. But, but, hey, I don't really need Trump. I can be president. Now, he may or may not be, but he ends up center stage in the debate, too, with all these other seasoned politicians. Now, I'm not saying a seasoned politician matters. In fact, to me, that's a negative. But how do you Trump all of them, pardon the pun, not have Trump there, and you're center in the debates, you and Rick, and Rick is second, and you're third, and, well, you're going to eclipse Rick, and now Rick's whole arsenal is to attack Vivek? All that means that you know when two people decide to go head-to-head, they're doing it because it elevates both of them. Okay? Sam, you watch you know Alex Jones and Ted Nugent do this. Or not Ted Nugent. Alex Jones and Glenn Beck do this. You watch, and I compare people across the country where hmm. they do this. Okay, Selena Gomez and whoever else or whatever. They always do this because it lifts both of them. They don't care who's right, who's wrong, who's what. Hey, just keep telling my name. See, Sam and, and Lance had a big old fight and Sam and Lance are going to just keep saying Sam and Lance there, buddy. We'll go out to dinner tonight and celebrate. Right? It's insane, people. Sam, he's, Victor, uh, Vayek, he's what, 38 years old? I think he's the youngest in, yes, sir, in the right. field. Youngest by far. So he, but his, also his personality is what 
I think draws people in because if you look at the other candidates towards his personality, he actually, you know, he brightens up. He can brighten up the room. Just like George, are you saying Ron DeSantis has no personality? <laughs> yes, he, that's he's, exactly like, that's he's got a personality saying. like a brick, Lance. I mean, come on. You know what's unusual, Sam? And, and I have nothing against um, Indians. He's not the only Indian candidate, too, right? We have what? Nikki Haley. You have our um, that's right. Installed, installed well, vice president. You know they got the greatest um, population in the world, and they're immigrants. And they deserve special treatment. And they're rock stars, and they just landed on the moon, don't you know? Yeah, they also uh, yeah, have um, India. One of the India is now a space superpower. They're a space superpower overnight, right in the middle of this. Sam, I think that was a great tie-in and, and a great pickup on your part because I agree with you. When I didn't and even, I, know, I I didn't even know India racist, had a space folks. program. To do I know, but now they're they're really leading the pack. I mean, they just took yeah. on Russia. Russia failed. They succeeded, buddy. Vivek <laughs> runs for the White House. Come on. Hey, Sam, you I'm think just, they... I'm just telling you, the timing cannot be lost on us if we're smart. <laughs> did they I really agree. land on the moon? Listen, did they really land on the moon, or we had another no. um, fake landing in the U.S.? <laughs> That's a whole other topic, but I'm not because, confident yeah. in any of that. Although I do believe because, they might be able to make a craft with no humans in it land on the moon. That might be but possible, listen, yeah, it might all right, be able to take deal this with radiation in, or whatever. Take this into perspective. Yeah. In India, they had the biggest scam-calling centers in the world Yeah, that constantly call people and scam them out of money. So they're yes. intuitive. They got, you know, <laughs> they're innovative. Is yeah, they, they, they can high tech scam with the best of them. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, enough of this talk. But I'm telling you, the debates tonight, it's going to be interesting to watch, if nothing else, to see how Vivek handles the stage. And I promise you, write this down. Sam told you first. Coming out of this debate, Vivek will look like a rock star and everybody else will pale uh, in comparison. Oh, everybody else might get a dig in here or there. People are human. I agree. Uh, you know, people can. But I'm telling you, at the end of the day, Vivek is going to look like the pretty man on top. You watch. Yeah. Who thinks he's going to be in the bottom? Trump not being in the debate helps that cause even further, whether he intends it or not. Yeah, I, I got Trump. Don't need to go to tell the you He's going to crush them. Yeah, I mean, Trump doesn't because, he, because, let's face it, he's leading in the polls by such massive numbers. But I do believe that you have nailed who is going to control the debate tonight. I think most of those other people on stage are in over their head, whether, whether intentional by design. But you look at where they sit in the field, and honestly, people calling for, you know, that Ron DeSantis, I think he's going to get crushed. He just is not a great public speaker. He hasn't done well at all. And I, I honestly, you know, I, I I don't like Ron DeSantis's background. I think the Knights of Malta connection and some of the other things that we know about Ouch, yeah, make me completely uneasy. <laughs> well, and so Listen, I don't really don't... know everything that's going to happen, but I will tell you this. You want to watch the debate, if nothing else, to see how they treat Vivek. And I promise you, too, the Fox people will try to get in a debate with Ramaswamy. Oh, and they'll yeah. try to shut him down like they do everybody else. But here's what will happen. He will school them, and it will come out <laughs> at the end. Not only did Vivek school the candidates, he schooled the moderators. You watch. I'm telling you. You can see it. I've watched speech after speech after speech, debate after debate after debate after debate. Every time they give Vivek the center stage, and he handles it all. And I don't believe it's because – I'm not saying he's not smart. Or that doesn't know that he's done a bunch of preparation. There's no question about it. But he is designed and prepared for this time and this spot right now. I promise you that. You think Fox News is going to give um, Ron DeSantis softball questions and take it easy on him now? Is that what you're saying, Sam? 
I'm saying that they will make it about the attacks will be against Vivek. He will school and handle them all. But what it will do is it will right. take all the hardness out of DeSantis, meaning that he won't be under attack like he would be normally either. Right, and to favor DeSantis, of course. That's what Fox News is going to do, without a doubt. But I don't think too many people are going to be watching it, though, because um, Trump is... Uh, this is another ultimate troll move by Trump, I say, because they're, they're airing an air interview with Tucker Carlson at the same time. Did you see the troll move, Sam, when he, Trump flew his plane in Iowa over uh, DeSantis when DeSantis was talking? Did you hear that? It is just too much. So we're going to see this uh, next political skirmish is something to watch and behold. But what we really got to do is we've got to help the American people understand how and where the election fraud is taking place. The FBI at the center of election fraud by spiking all the Joe Biden hunter stories and promoting false narratives against um, Donald Trump uh, is one of the biggest election fraud manipulations. But there's more. Thus, our guest. Lance? Yes. I mean, look, everybody's got, this is the, the elephant in the room, right? There's been so much evidence and you've got groups like EAC discounting this evidence with these paid for reports. Today's guest really ties that together. And one of the big parts about today's guest that really triggered me to want to get this over to Liberty Roundtable and you, Sam, was the fact that this question of how this was done there's a lot of information. Michael Ray Corey is an investigative journalist. He's a co-founder of PLVSVLTRA.org. So he's, he's, he's been a public intelligence agent and government watchdog. Uh, that site curates and reports on open source intelligence, and he has been digging like nobody's business. And he has finally made the tie-in with all the information that leads us on our 911 network, Ericsson, who has connections to ISIS and this first net, which is now connected the air gap. You know, one of the big claims about the election integrity is how are they tracking? Everything's air gap. They're not on the Internet. They're not this. They're not that. Well, that, in fact, is not true. And Michael is the, I would call, the quintessential well, it depends on how you define the Internet now. If, since Al Gore developed it, it all kind of depends on kind of how you, you know, determine yeah, what the Yeah, that's really right. The inventor of the so, Internet, Al Gore. You know, it's, okay, look, Michael is... In my opinion, American hero. He's an investigative journalist. And in May of 2022, Michael published the Erickson Report. Okay? It's a matter of national security. And I want to really hammer that home here, folks. Don't discount what he has to say. This is a national security issue. Now, Michael cut his teeth in the mortgage industry, which I find fascinating because I was a mortgage broker for a long time as well. And the scandals uh, in 08 and around that era really kind of let you know they can literally control and manipulate anything they want to. Big money can be put here or there or everywhere uh, at a moment's notice. And it's getting worse by the second, not better. Now, this Erickson report really explains what's going on here. It talks about... What is FirstNet, which we'll get into after the break here. And I don't mean to just talk to the break and waste time, but I'm setting this up, though. What is FirstNet? you got to ask yourself that. you also got to understand the chronic anthem of, quote, the election machines are not connected to the Internet is <laughs> being literally debunked left and right by the cast vote records 
and others that are experts are just gaining knowledge. They're collecting them, they're analyzing them, and they're basically showing absolutely beyond a doubt that the election machines, well, they were connected. Whether it's to the internet or not is going to be a debate. Why? Because they've got private networks. Well, that private network is the same kind of connectivity that connects to the internet. But were there appropriate firewalls or not, et cetera, et cetera, does it really matter? They were connected is the point. So if I tell you they weren't connected to the Internet, we're not debating if they were connected or not. We're just saying they weren't connected to the Internet. Sounds like a red herring to me because now we're going to debate, well, are they connected? Yes, they are. Quick pause, our guest in seconds on your radio. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Republican presidential candidates will face off on the debate stage tonight in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Eight candidates will participate in the first debate of the 2024 presidential primary. The event hosted by Fox News, however, will be without the party's frontrunner, Donald Trump. Trump has opted for an interview with former Fox News host, Tucker Carlson. Tonight's debate will be from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows is asking a federal judge to block his arrest in the Georgia election case. Lawyers for Meadows filed the request in federal court in Atlanta. They argue Meadows should not be required to surrender for booking in the state's case by Friday, while he fights to have the matter moved to federal court. He was once named the best football player in college football. Now former University of Southern California Trojan running back Reggie Bush will hold a news conference this morning to announce he's suing the NCAA. Bush went on to play in the NFL, says he's filing a defamation suit. He says it's based on the NCAA maliciously attacking his character and damaging his reputation. The suit centers around the Heisman Trophy. Bush won it in 2005. But NCAA investigators say he took cash, gifts, and his family lived rent-free. His statistics vacated by the NCAA, the trophy returned to the Heisman Trust. Bush wants the Heisman back, and that can only happen if the NCAA restores his numbers. I'm Phil Farrar. The con artist behind the infamous Fry Festival is selling tickets to what he calls Fry Festival 2. Billy McFarland says pre-sale tickets were bought out fast. In fact, people bought the $500 tickets without knowing the location or which artists are going to perform. McFarland served four years in prison after he pleaded guilty to multiple wire fraud charges in 2018 in connection to the first Fry Festival. USA News. Hey there, this is Brant along with Sherry. Hi. And maybe you've heard about MediShare. Maybe you heard me talking about it. Well, Sherry helps produce these spots about MediShare. So people ask us, does this actually work? Is this really a great option for my health care? And honestly, the answer is yes. Yes, yes, for it real, is. real, yes. And you know, it's funny, too, because a lot of people are fed up with their current arrangement or they're looking to save money, but they're hesitant, right? I'm like, MediShare has been doing this for 30 right. years. I think you can trust that, you right? You can. MediShare really is the gold standard for this healthcare sharing thing, too. And I, I've done it. You've done it. And people are really happy after they make the switch. I keep talking about the member satisfaction rate. It's real. It's like double yeah. that of health insurance. I have loved it. They're professional and they care. That in and of itself is refreshing. We could change your name to Medisherry. 
Be that's cool, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Cool marketing thing. Sure. It's not going to happen. Uh, you can save a ton and be really happy with it. They're great to talk to. Call them now. They really are. Just call this number. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Table Live. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. We're here to do that today with our special guest, Michael Ray Corey of the Erickson Report. You know, a growing majority of Americans know the 2020 election was fraudulent. I mean, it's obvious more and more as more and more research gets disclosed. And there are so many analysts have been studying election integrity, and they've all concluded that there had to be a two-way connection. There had to be something going on between the local election electronics, the poll pads, the scanners, the tabulators, and a centralized data collection system that was responsible for that monitoring and manipulating of this election. Michael Ray Corey has done the research. He's connected the dots, and he is going to teach you and show you exactly how they did it. Michael, thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Well, listen, what, I, what I'd like you to do, Michael, uh, you know, tell us about what made you go down this rabbit hole and how you started this Erickson Report research that led you all the way to where we stand now that pretty much has connected every piece of how they did it. Yeah, I mean, it starts, it starts really back uh, September 11th, 2000, 2001, right? Uh, that day lives in infamy for a lot of people's lives as a marker for how, how much it affected uh, all of us. But, uh, you know, just, just being my, having my background being Lebanese and speaking Arabic, um, it affected me a tiny little bit more. But, um, you know, that was a marker for, for a lot of it. But going through that as well as working in the mortgage industry and in, in, in uh, lead portability, which allowed me to kind of uh, understand how a signal is sent through a wire, um, you know, not as much as I understand it now. But uh, get, getting those little bits of basics after watching the mortgage crash, crash the real estate crash of 2008, um, and seeing that all happen uh, kind of kick-started my, my intuition and, and made me look a little bit deeper into the mortgage company I was working at. Um, got me to eventually, you know, blow the whistle. But uh, Erickson, you know, dealing with number portability and Newstar, the other, is the other uh, company mentioned in the report specifically, um, you know, that, that's what basically 911 is, uh, is to give you to give you a, a, a quick and concise and, let, and let's be clear about this michael at 911 yeah. time republicans were in charge and really this all started under republican leadership didn't it yeah absolutely and and that's the thing about i think a lot of people it's a great point you know this is not about republican versus democrat this is about humanity versus uh, honestly pure evil um, because what the report points out and, and what, what you'll start to realize and see uh, through Donald Trump's case in Georgia um, is that not only was the election stolen, but this is going to open the eyes of many leading back to September the 11th, not what happened on that day and how it happened, but more so the technology transfer that occurred on that day, which involves the same two companies, Newstar and Ericsson. Um, so it is very important, and it is going to be imperative that uh, the entire country understand those two, these two specific corporations and companies, and understand what they do at China to better. 
All right, I want to nuance this a little bit here. I'm an IT guy for a living, so I'm not telling you I know everything, but I can I can help people kind of put things on the kitchen table a little bit. Um, you know, when we say that these devices are all connected to the Internet and the mainstream runs around and says, no, they're not, they're not connected to the Internet, that in a way is half true. They're connected without a doubt. To the Internet is now debatable is they're going to claim it's a private network, and so therefore they're not connected to the Internet. Now, I believe that's a lie because it could be breached and everything else, but this nuance matters for truth, right, Michael? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think it's a little... Uh, I just think our intelligence services, obviously, for, you know, for the for the points that are clearly emphasized, you know, on this show several times, uh, they're not going to tell you the truth and, and because it costs money. If there if there was incentive behind, you know, the lie, and instead of telling truth, you know, instead of telling uh, the lie, they told you the truth, and let's say you incentivize that truth, uh, maybe by making it like more uh, cognizantly beneficial and made it great to to, to tell the truth again, um, you know, then you'd see a totally different truth come out about whether or not these systems can be connected or not. So and let me tell you the way you know. Let me tell you the way you yeah. know they can be connected. They debate whether they were connected to the Internet all day long. But when you ask them if there was a modem uh, in these machines, every one of them admit blatantly yes. And my question is, if they're not connected, why? What a modem it's does exactly. is connect people. So, you know yes, what? How sir. dumb am I, Michael? No, you're actually very, very – you're right over, the, right over the, the target on that. And here's the thing. On, on the day before the U.S. election, 2020, you had New Star purchasing the security services, which is the signature piece. So when you go onto a website, it's that little lock that's at the top of the left corner of the browser. It's what secures and ensures that you can trust you're on your bank's website or you're on whatever website you're on, right? Um, it's very important. So you have New Star purchasing verifying security services, and then on the same exact day, you have Ericsson purchasing cradle point modems and routers, which is what all of the voter registration in the Eric voter database is actually on. So it's a major piece that a lot of people uh, didn't even catch whatsoever because, to be honest with you, before looking into this further and uh, turning over a lot of information to John Durham and his team and his son, John Durham Jr., I had never really even known that much about Ericsson myself from seeing them least when I was, you know, traveling to Lebanon and such. Well, I know Erickson because they're an old cell phone maker. You don't hear about them much now, but they used to be big time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, yeah, that's the thing. I, I didn't know how big of a company they were. Again, until I started doing this research, you find out about the Wallenberg family uh, who owns Erickson. And the company that owns Erickson as well, again, a company has admitted to funding, bribing, and sponsoring ISIS for a period of 17 plus years and killing our soldiers are being sued civilly by 286 Gold Star service members, family members, uh, family of the Gold Star service members, and then another uh, so a few hundred to a 868 total Americans suing civilly Erickson for their wrongful uh, death. And what that means is that Erickson gave their data away to the enemy, to Al Qaeda and ISIS. It sounds insane, but it's actually a, a full federal or a full civil case filed under the uh, Anti-Terrorism Claims Act, which Donald Trump sneakily put through, uh, you know, on October 3rd, 2018. So 
Lots and Donald, really Trump, Donald Trump directly pointed to politicians, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, as the folks that literally created ISIS. Uh, and now yeah. you kind of say, okay, is there a link there, Michael? Yes, there is. <laughs> a, a clearly established link and a definitive one. Um, the, the, if you remember back when Obama labeled the JV team, um, he, he was mentioning Al Qaeda and saying they weren't quite, you know, uh, they're not quite the, you know, they're the JV team. They're not quite ISIS or they're not quite the step up. They're, they're still the junior varsity. Well, the name of JV team LLC is actually a corporation established in September of 2000. And the three companies that make up that corporation are Ericsson, Newstar, and uh, Melbourne IT. The three of them together is what makes up your five eyes plus a couple of eyes in New Zealand and the United Kingdom version of Newstar. So it's pretty wild. <laughs> this Folks, is, uh, this is something that you can say, yeah. well, hey, maybe Michael doesn't know. Maybe this is all complicated high-tech subterfuge. But understand that Michael's evidence that came out in May 2022, he published the Erickson Report, a matter of national security, um, all of those folks want to debunk it. The problem is they can't. And so it's literally made its way not only to every major news service in the world, but it's made it to the desk of people uh, in government who could and should do something about it. The ultimate question is, will they, Michael? They absolutely won't because they're all partnered with Ericsson. And again, Ericsson's already admitted to funding, bribing, and sponsoring ISIS. But when you think of this from a biblical perspective, and maybe you don't even have to go to that extent, but when you consider what Donald Trump has passed in terms of executive orders in interfering in elections, uh, plus the additional piece that I put out this morning on my Twitter account that Joe Biden and Biden for president actually paid $18,819.41 Two new star information services uh, incorporated. This was on September 29th of 2020. So just before, <laughs> it's almost unbelievable um, how obvious it is. But again, if no one will cover it, then you'll have to see what comes out in the Georgia, um, in, in, in Trump's Georgia case. Where did Obama send the data to be when he, when he had him spy on Trump and tap his, tap his phones? Georgia Tech which is the same university that Dmitry Alperovich, the CTO at the time of CrowdStrike, attended uh, for, for his the first degree in cybersecurity, which was never done. Georgia Tech is right across the street from AT&T, which AT&T is FirstNet. So after September 11th, FirstNet's created. Um, it's crazy, but again, once, once again, you, you can't make this stuff up. Erickson, through Barack Obama and Joe Biden, hand over this this technology from Newstar over to Ericsson. All right, um, we're throwing around a lot of terms, ladies and gentlemen. Let's skip the break, shall we? We just got too much to cover. All right, listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're throwing around a lot of terms, and I want to kind of put uh, a little bit of reality to it. When we talk about cellular networks, we're talking about your cell phone in a way. But what we're really talking about is the ability to connect via cellular services to private networks. And those private networks are not the Internet. Now, you can claim there can be a breach between the two, and you're right, but that's another topic. They're not the Internet. Now, FirstNet is a national cellular network that has been built and dedicated to what they call safety. It was hashed in the wake of 9-11. All right? Uh, what happened is congested cell networks that you and I all use became a bottleneck for, quote, first responders in 9-11 back in 2012, 2011. But you know what? 
what happened was is that, A, because of that problem, you never let a good crisis go to waste. Michael, so there, uh, they created FirstNet in response to that, quote, crisis, right? Yes, it's pretty crazy. But, uh, again, this will shed light to what took place really on 9-11, which is that Ericsson and Newstar took over via emergency order uh, 22 days before 9-11. You, you won't believe this, but uh, Loretta Lynch was the was the individual who allowed this to happen um, and signed off on it. And, you know, um, really, honestly, really gut-wrenching and, and, and shameful um, that, that this happened with our country. But, again, it's, it involves the Bush family. It involves Bush before that. If, if you can believe me, which um, I, I laid out pretty, 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 pretty solid on my uh, on my Twitter and on my on my public website, which is uh, quantumparty.org. But it, it, the, the biggest piece is that this goes back to JFK, and you you look back to when was nine one one implemented, and it was implemented through AT and T in sixty seven. So after JFK's assassination, if you can believe yeah, it. Yeah, the year I was born, they implemented that sucker, ladies and gentlemen. But Congress created what they call the First Responder Network Authority under the, quote, Department of Commerce to oversee the build-out of FirstNet. All right? That's what it is. The original intent was that FirstNet would serve police, fire, uh, other EMT services, etc. And the goal was to say, we've got to have a system that can't be bogged down like a cell network that everybody's on, so we'll build our own internal one. However, the scope was then, as it always is in government, expanded to include all critical infrastructure. And eventually, elections, Lance. Absolutely. And, and Jay Johnson was the one who turned it over. Um, he dubbed all critical infrastructure um, a matter of national security after Trump wins. So these are all the same players. All of these very same players who had the same clearances are actually the ones who approve of this Ericsson tech transfer. Um, so after Congress in, in, you know, creates the First Responder Network Authority, under the Department of Commerce, as you've mentioned, which is FirstNet, again, it, it's really derived through AT&T. Now, after this deal happens where you have Obama giving it away, also Joe Biden as vice president, uh, what happens is you go from a domestically, uh, with very little oversight, by the way, at this time through Newstar, and you transfer it over to Ericsson. What this ends up being is a tieback to September 11th that is undeniable and factually proven, um, even more so AT&T gives over free hands to Ericsson, and then the AT&T switch goes out when the tower falls. What's crazy is AT&T decides to switch over to Newstar. Like, wait a minute. If you were just switching out the technology, why would the same company not just take over and keep control? Well, that's the question that will have yet to be answered once, uh, once Trump starts to lay this out through his Georgia case. So it's, it's going to be a lot of information, but honestly, um, it's a lot less painful knowing that the things that we are looking at and have always looked at very curiously, such as September 11th, um, may have mo much more context to what really took place than, than what they are leading us to believe. we got a lot to unpack here, but the reason I wanted to kind of put that together simply like that is because, look, it sounds complicated, and the details are the dates, the places, the people, the players, the connections. It's all very complex, ladies and gentlemen, but the simple understanding is not very complex. Look, the government felt in 9-11, hey, we can't be on the normal cell network, man. That thing was all clogged up and jacked down, and we couldn't get our emergency services done. Great excuse then. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Congress creates FirstNet. 
they create it, then it gets expanded. Then Barack Obama transfers the power to third-party corporations. Now the corporations are in bed with the government. These corporations take this, make it high-tech, and continue to expand it. And then you say, well, by golly, the elections now, they're legitimate infrastructure. we got to have national security relate to this, by golly. So they put that under FirstNet. Now the machines are connected via modem. They all admit that there's modems. But they're connected, but they're not on the Internet. They're on this private government slash private business Ericsson AT&T um, partnership. Uh, it's a fascist plan called FirstNet. And it is used to literally <clears throat> communicate with globalists and leaders around the world because Ericsson is a global corporation, Michael. This isn't the United States. This is the United States in bed with the world now. Absolutely. I mean, this is uh, this is Barack Obama as well as Joe Biden selling our country out. And there is, that is not being said in uncertain terms. Joe Biden is pinned. He is 110 percent through only my reporting so far alone. Uh, treasonous. There is no two ways about it. And the thing that I think people struggle the most with understanding is that we have turned this report over to everyone within Congress. That the last term of Congress, I mean, I've spent the last year and five months of my life doing nothing but this, plus, 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 you know, uh, additional time putting the report together, and then my life's experiences of working in mortgages and, and portability and all that. Uh, but, but the truth of the matter is, the mainstream media will never recover this. So it's incumbent on every individual listening and, and all of folks like you who are willing to put it out there, uh, because the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission. They're the ones who approved of this deal. And uh, so when you consider that fact, no corporation that, uh, that is looking to make you know, a business and lying to us uh, will, will ever allow this onto their airwaves or onto their broadcast stations. So it, only, it, only be, it becomes more apparent as the days pass that, as you see, they treated Donald Trump throughout his time as president and even now, um, they don't cover anything, he says. Right. Especially well, that, that brings up a serious concern, though. Can Donald really be there for four years, know about election fraud, know about all this, uh, but have not blown the whistle on this uh, under his watch? I'm, I'm not so sure that's possible. No way. No, because he, he blew the whistle on it in August of 2016 in, in a pre-campaign. He, he literally talks about Erickson. He, he brings up all, all the things that they've done and all the wrongdoing that they were involved in. So. No way. He, he knows. He absolutely knows. And, uh, oh, I'll tell you this, too. Um, it was actually turned, the report was turned over directly to his attorneys at Mar-a-Lago. So, whoa. And this was this was his word, or not his words, rather, excuse me. Let me cover that back up. His attorney's words were that this was the key, that everything else they'd received before was was good, it was solid, but this was the key. Now, what that leads in me other to words, believe this is, is what connects the dots with facts in in irrefutable, indisputable information that cannot be denied is the point. How come Donald didn't blow the thing up while he had the chance? I would assume it's because this allows us to take back all, not only the mainstream media, but the critical infrastructure, take back our country. Um, probably have to reset in a lot of ways um, and, and create something anew. But, uh, you know, Space Force was launched shortly after Ericsson had finalized its takeover. And, you know, it's, it's a very deep story. But to give voice to the voiceless 
from 9-11 to give voice to those soldiers who died overseas at the hands of Ericsson and Newstar. Um, I'm telling you, I know that it's been a lot of pain for people in this country. I know that it's been very painful to, to sit idly by and, and kind of watch the media destroy your country and destroy everything you believe in and have faith in. But I promise you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and it is not an oncoming train. It is Space Force. It is free and fair elections, and it is a renewed republic uh, to re- restore our republic back to the way that it was. Uh, you, you've got to take these steps, and you got sometimes the greatest things are birthed in, in great pain. And uh, so I would just say, uh, have faith and, and read this report, share it, and, and understand the information because. If you understand how a signal is derived and how it is sent from one end to the other, then you understand you can never be duped again. It doesn't matter. And to give you a heads up, who owns Ericsson? BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, Investor AB. You could, you could, it's almost biblical to tell you the truth, Sam. Sam, I'm going to share something. Like, so. The question is, why didn't Trump, you know, bring this up and say anything? You got to remember, those four years he was immersed with the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. So if that would have just been put on the back burner, if it would have brought up, they would say, oh, you're using that to get out of the Russia thing. It would have been no win situation. So what we've heard recently is people needed to see this firsthand to know what's going on in order to believe it. And, you know, that's what's going on. You know, I agree with Michael. Things are going to come to light, you know, but you have to think like the government's been trying to hide this for so many years. Now, all of a sudden, now it's going to be coming to court and it's going to be shown in court. Is this was this all a plan to have this done this way? Like, you have to think about it. Like, it's, it's a lot yes. of a lot of questions. Yes. <laughs> a lot of different theories. Right, Mike? I mean, George, great, great, I believe great so. Point, George. A great 100 percent great point. I want to add this one additional perspective. Who was it that was in charge of Foreign Corrupt Practices Act in 2013 when they actually started, quote-unquote, to investigate Erickson, which they weren't really doing? They were doing it as a cover-up measure, uh, which is what they always do within the SEC, the IRS, and so on and so forth. 2009, under Joe Biden and Obama, they had known, the SEC had written to Erickson and said, we're aware of you doing business with, with state sponsors of terrorism. You need to file this and show that that's what you're doing. Uh, well, they ignored that. So not only did Joe Biden... Um, Joe Biden's SEC know about this, and you can see it through the Erickson report. But in addition to that, what you find out is that Joe Biden actually went into business with Erickson about two to three months after being elected, quote-unquote, president, right? And so that's where he sits right now. But great point by, by George, because who headed up the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act? Andrew Weissman. So Andrew Weissman was the same same person put in charge of the Russiagate, uh, Mueller probe. So, so Trump was blocked via the Mueller probe, but it was really to cover up for the Erickson deal. The whole Uranium One scandal was a cover up of Erickson, which I also reveal on my uh, on my Twitter. But um, it's really unbelievable how, how how much all this goes back. Who paid Who paid uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton to the to their Clinton you know Clinton campaign and others seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the largest they'd ever received. Erickson. What day did they pay them on? November 11, 2011. That's Veterans Day. So uh, this is honestly something the likes of which I don't think anyone would ever be able to, to really truly understand the depths of the evil uh, that these people are, are all interconnected through and to. And again, it all connects back to our elections, our critical infrastructure, and our country being sold out. 
Lance, this is hard to even fathom. Mm. The truth is stranger than fiction, sir. You know, I, I find the corruption and, and what they've done to our, you know, guaranteed free and fair election system. I mean, this is an incestuous collaboration of our intelligence agencies, the Department of Homeland Security, the Election Assistance Commission. You've got leftists, globalists funding it, foreign companies and, their, and these private partnerships that have been created. And they all allow for real time monitoring of election data, you know, and, 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 and in that the ability to change the results. You know, and this private partnership thing, I believe, was early identified by Hillary Clinton. And I know uh, Michael knows quite a bit about this. And she was doing this with Rodney Jaffe. That private partnership, you know, national security uh, envelope, uh, you know, keeps them outside of the FOIA investigative tools that normally we could use to find these out, right? And and they've obstructed and investigations into AT&T. They've obstructed investigations. When you look at that uh, AT&T facility that was destroyed, that's interconnected. Michael, explain that private partnership, how Rodney Jaffe, and I know he has 30 or 40 entities, some of them that Hillary Clinton's involved up, with. I'm sorry, what? I was just going to bring that up about Joffrey. I was going to bring up. Yeah. So, with, well, look, with, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, so with Joffrey, well, you have Newerstar, right? Then he, you know, he Newstar. created um, Newerstar. Then he created Ultra DNS Corp. It's a cloud based company, which Newerstar oh, yeah. bought in two, and 2006 for $62 million. We'll to get into Ultra DNS yeah. because that's a whole nother, again, it's a high tech topic. <laughs> but we're going to put it on the kitchen table in a way that's meaningful, ladies and gentlemen. But understand this. The point is that Hillary Clinton has been involved to her eyeballs. So has Barack Obama. Donald Trump called this out. Why he yes. doesn't take the next level and prosecute and lock her up. But some of these things is beyond me at this point. I hear a lot of reasons why. Um, to me personally, they don't seem to hold water. At some point, you cannot wait or they will get you too. Uh, and so that's a little bit of the concern here is that these people have... Too much power, yeah. too much ability to control the narrative. And so at some point, you know, you can say, well, uh, you know, I don't want to bring this up because they'll they'll think or say this. Yes, they will. They have so much control. But the longer you wait, the more control they have. All right. Write that down. I told you at first. The longer you wait, the more control <laughs> they have, folks. All right. So hour one of the can, hour two coming up. It is Lance Miliacho, George Ballantine, yours truly, and our special guest for two hours. You've only heard one hour of it, setting the stage. Details come up uh, with Michael Curry with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about FirstNet and how it controls elections. But it does a whole lot more than that via these global corporations in bed with governments around the world. Their goal is to destroy all governments. And on the ashes, create their own global tyranny. God save the republic of the United States of America. Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it refused to use, no doubt, continues now. 
This is the broadcast for August the 23rd of the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two. It is a special, unique broadcast. Lance Miliacho, George Ballantine, both hosts of TheBigMig.com, always joining us on the Roundtable Live twice a month, breaking down incredible hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. Michael Curry with us as well. Michael Cowery talks about... Well, in May of 2022, Michael published the Erickson Report, a matter of national security, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, The problem is nobody's refuting any of it. The chronic anthem of machines aren't connected to the Internet is a manipulation of the truth. No, they're not connected to the Internet, but they are connected to one net, first net, whatever you want to call it. Uh, engineers are really discovering that these devices are connected. To anybody who doubts you, just say, how come they have modems in them if they're not meant to connect to something? Oh, well, they can be connected, but they're not. Uh-huh. Can you prove that? See, do I need to prove they're not connected when there's modems in the machines? Or, do you, or, you know, or I mean, do I need to prove they're connected when there's modems in the machines? Or do you need to prove when there's modems in the machines that they're not connected? What is FirstNet? A national cellular private network created by Ericsson and other partners. It was first started by Congress. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Maybe it was good intentions at the start. Don't know. Doubt it, but don't know. But the fact is, just days after Barack Obama left office, his administration's Department of Homeland Security used the specter of Russian interference into our elections as an excuse to declare election systems to be part of the, quote, critical infrastructure, which means routed through FirstNet. What does that mean? Well, it means exactly what Donald Trump said it means. Listen up. Liz? ISIS is honoring President Obama. He is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS, okay? He's the founder. He founded ISIS. And I would say the co-founder would be crooked Hillary Clinton. Can you say it more straight out, Lance? I mean, you can't be more blunt than that. I don't know what happened to Lance, but I love Trump. You know, tell it like it is. Tell the people what they want to hear, what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Remember when Obama drew that red line in the sand? It didn't, didn't equate to anything because they, they went over that supposedly red line. You know, Obama's the founder of ISIS. He couldn't do nothing. Trump got in. And how long did it take him to get rid of him? Using the military. The right, the and right. I'm, I'm not, I'm back. I don't know what happened there, but that's exactly right. You know, and the, you know, and, and we have to look at this from the big picture optics, right? There's no, there's no, uh, it's a proven fact that the federal government has interfered in foreign elections, you know, and everybody knows that to be true. And this whole connection of ISIS and AT&T and Ericsson, it's clear, you know, the, the, the federal government's used AT&T in the past for spying operations. That's not a secret. 
there was all kinds of evidence that was presented about that, how they had this cozy, incestuous relationship with the federal government. You know, they were using they were using AT&T for both international and domestic spying operations. Does it surprise you, Sam, that that they're they're literally doing it again to the American people? I mean, they've weaponized it, right? Don't you see this as a, just a normal extension of what they were already doing? Like, hey, no problem. We're yes, doing it to foreign governments. What surprises me is Trump calls it out so clearly, so boldly, so directly, um, but then he's in office for four years and didn't seem to do anything real about it. Uh, mm. And uh, to me, uh, what if you or I said that? Uh, I think we'd be in jail right now. Michael, what do you say to all this? I mean, Trump calling the truth as it is, uh, but at the same time, you kind of wonder, uh, man, um, nothing seems to be changing as a result, or nothing happened to Donald for saying that, or, uh, you know, Hillary and Barack are the ones that literally funded the dishonest Russian dossier. And if we're going to say, like George said, well, hey, that dossier means we can't talk about the other. I think we're just getting back. They're controlling the narrative. Donald says they are. But yet we have no real opposition as this goes forward. That is very telling, Michael. Yeah, so I think the craziest piece of this is that if you if you needed, so we're in such a devolved state as a, as a nation. The mainstream media doesn't tell the truth. They've lied about everything under the sun. You, you need to fix much more than just these elections. I know that might sound like I'm uh, stretching it out, but if, if we have a solid minute, I would love to play a clip from 2016 August so you guys can hear it right from Trump's mouth. In August 2016, every last bit of everything you just mentioned about Erickson and about the funding of ISIS and all those things, the creation of ISIS, it's all coming out, whether they want it to Go. or not. We're ready for the clip, sir. You ready? All right, here it goes. Pay for play. In 2009, a company called Ericsson came under U.S. pressure for selling telecom equipment to several oppressive governments, including Sudan, Syria, and Iran. Some of these regimes used those technologies to monitor and control their own people. In June 2011, Hillary Clinton's State Department began adding goods and services to a list that might be covered under expanded sanctions on Iran and other state sponsors of terrorism. During that time, Erickson sponsored a speech by Bill Clinton, paying him $750,000, his highest paying speech. In April 2012, the Obama administration issued an executive order imposing sanctions on telecom sales to Iran and Syria, but those sanctions did not cover Ericsson's work in Iran. A Trump administration will end the government corruption. Michael, I need you to email that to me, libertyroundtable at gmail.com. Send me that clip. I'd like to save that along with the other collection of clips that I gather. This, yes, ladies sir. and gentlemen, yeah. means Donald Trump absolutely, completely knows. Okay? He tied Erickson together. Yeah. He tied Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton straight, straight to creating ISIS. Uh, okay, so he knows. We've got sound bites where he literally tells you he knows. The, the concern that I have is do they have so much control even the President of the United States could do nothing about it? Michael? I, I would say it's a very important and very key detail that this is a civil case. Because 
What do we know about the corporations that enable and empower this country? They are just as they are just as corrupt. They are just as devolved, and if not, they are just as complicit as our own federal government, as our own CIA, as our own FBI. And as hard as that's going to be, well, maybe not so much anymore. Uh, you saw how the FBI treated Trump, um, and and how the uh, obviously the CIA as well, but they do things from behind the curtain. Um, but the beauty of this is this is where you take full truth and transparency and allow it through civil court. Now, what was Trump before he entered and became president? He was a citizen. He was a civil citizen being spied upon. And so that's a key piece for everyone to internalize and to understand. Now that he was president, it allowed him access to the keys to the kingdom, so to speak. Now that he's no longer president and the election was stolen, he has lost something. As a civil citizen, and as all of us also being civilians and civil citizens of this country, we have all also lost something. And we lost it in 2013, 2012, when Obama gave this critical infrastructure away. Um, the one thing people will jump to say is, well, wait a minute, you know, it wasn't until 2019 that they actually got everything installed. And that's exactly the point. That's why they couldn't steal the election in 2016, because they hadn't had everything in place quite yet. So it's biblical in the way this will all play out. Um, you may not believe me, but again, nothing I am saying is conjecture or hyperbole. It is fact, documented, and again, to be revealed, and, and Trump will start to reveal it in his Georgia case that's coming up. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't bring these things up to attack Donald Trump. I bring them up because they're questions that anybody who's a thinking person will ask. Well, wait a minute. Hey, if this is the last, you know, since, say, 2011 that this has been happening, so 12 years, hey, Donald was in charge for two thir one third of that, right? Well, that is right. Uh, but the problem becomes, you know, how much can you change how fast is one person? And you say, well, he was surrounded by all kinds of baboons and bad guys. Well, that's all true. Uh, the problem is that how much can you change and how much can you clean house as a single person? And for us, it's easy to armchair quarterback and go, well, I could have got her done. Uh, okay, but you know what? It's a little different in reality, George. And that's that's the point I'm driving at here is even though Donald might have known, even though he was in a position of power, that doesn't mean he had carte blanche authority. He was stopped at doing everything that he tried to do. Uh, this is a, you know, a gazillion layers deeper, George. It, Sam, it definitely is. And hopefully I pray that Trump has some infrastructure in place. So if he does happen and can make it happen, that they'll be able to take control and, and give back this country to us. I mean, I, you have to look at military is probably the only way at this point, you know, to get rid of all the bad guys. Yeah, the but problem thing with about that Trump is I don't, I don't support a military in that role, though, because if you're not very careful and if they have a different agenda, it turns into a tyranny in the making. Uh, and that's dangerous, too. All people don't have as good a heart as George does, is the point. Lance, what do you say to this? <laughs> you know, look, round one with Trump, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, although I think that he was focused on round two, uh, maybe too early. You know, he was confident after that win over Hillary in 2016. And I just think, you know, we know now that infrastructure does exist that can change election results electronically in real time without a noticeable delay. You know, could it happen? Allegedly, FirstNet's involved in it, Ericsson and all the rest of them. Uh, Liberty Roundtable Live do. as we connect the dots on your radio.
Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. you live, ladies and gentlemen. George Ballantine, Lance Miliacho, Sam Bushman, and our special two-hour guest, Michael Cowrie, with us. Uh, I got one question for Michael to kick off this segment of the show. Uh, Michael, what have they not weaponized against us yet? Anything? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, the same company that owns Ericsson, actually, if you can believe it, owns AstraZeneca, and the NASDAQ, plus other forms and facets of the NASDAQ. So if you can imagine, uh, this is a pretty big storm of epic proportions that's about to hit. Lance? When I say hit, hit these corporations, not so much us. We the people you know, have, have carried the burden of it. it you know, for me, I, I, without accountability, I think everything is vulnerable to corruption, right? I mean, I want to quote mm-hmm. Joe Biden when he said, we have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Uh, I think if they can corrupt it, they will corrupt it because ultimate power corrupts. And without oversight, Sam, we're going to be stuck here over and over and over again. And without real accountability and real consequences, they have to pay the price for what they're doing in one way or the other. Amen. I, w- I would add this point too, though. If you remember, what, what did Trump create and launch, and what was it? What was the real reason he did that? Space Force. Well, if you need to get outside the jurisdiction of maritime and and uh, law, right? That so you got your maritime and you got your uh, man. I forget one. The other one, uh, land and air, land, sea and air. So uh, admiralty and maritime. 
um, the, the, the way you do that is you go outside the jurisdiction into space. And that's exactly what Trump did with Space you know, Force. You know, it's funny you bring that up because if you've seen recently um, an interview with um, Dr. Jan Hopper Hayes, who's um, contracted yep. with the DOD. She recently, she brought up um, Space Force. She brought up a lot of interesting topics and gave people hope and left some an- unanswered questions. Well, Sam, I'm making this announcement here on Liberty Roundtable and your show. No one's heard it yet. We have, we're going to be interviewing Dr. Jan Hopper Hayes on Monday, the 28th at 7 p.m. on the Big MIG. You find it on Rumble. She's coming on our show. We're going to do, um, we're going to try to get answers and more in depth of um, her recent, um, Relation, um, revelations about what she was saying about, you know, Space Force and Trump's cases. So, let's see. We're, I mean, it's going to be a big interview. Stay tuned for you that. You ask her about Erickson. We will. Great idea. Give us some questions you want answered. We're definitely going to do that. I mean, her allegation is that Trump is actually pay- playing 5D chess while everybody else is playing one-dimensional chess and that the court cases and the indictments were all part of his master plan to bring in the evidence and subpoena individuals and facts in all those cases to really disclose the truth to the American people. So we'll see. We'll see the relevance of everything that she's already said in those interviews, and we're going to hopefully go in depth to more detail. You know, Sam, we played those clips on your show. I mean, you, you and I were both like, "Wow!" And these well, are all it, points. We, we, go ahead, I'm sorry. It is true that more and more evidence is coming out, Lizzie. I've got a couple of clips from Joe Biden I want to play. The first one: vote fraud in history. Uh, is worth playing as well. Go ahead and cue that up, Lizzie. Tell me when it's ready. Uh, But look, Joe Biden, uh, Barack Obama, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, we want to believe it's the Democrats. And it is. But you know what? It is the Republicans as well. And how Donald gets carved out of that at this point, I'm not so sure. Is Donald really our friend? I pray so. And believe it or not, I have well-placed people that I know who have spent time with Donald and they're convinced he's for real. Uh, that he really will get to the bottom of this, that he is playing, you know, five-star chess. He does understand uh, it takes time. I hope that's true, but I don't know. But here's Joe Biden on the history of elections. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. What? <laughs> Are you kidding sum, me right that now? That sums it up. <laughs> I, I think he, I think that was one of the most honest things Joe Biden's ever said, Sam. <laughs> 81 million votes, my butt. You don't yeah, even know like, how to think about that kind of statement. Now here, he also says no one will steal an election ever again. Grab that one, Lizzie. No one will ever steal an election again. Here's Joe Biden one more time. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. Yeah, except the Democrats. I thought thought it wasn't stolen. (laughs) How do you steal it again if it's not stolen, Lance? Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, point. except except the Democrats, and I, you know, Sam and I agree with you. You know, my position is uniparty, uniparty, uniparty. I I think that no the, I don't think I think both parties have been involved in election corruption over the years. Who started it? Who's become the best at it? Well, right now it appears that Democrats are the expert in the field. So you know, all right, it's one of those. Have it. 
in in the debate tonight, Vivek Ramaswamy just emailed me and a gazillion other people. He said, this is not a top-down campaign. This is a bottom-up campaign. Uh, and so I'm just thinking, if that's really true, I'm kind of, you know, the bottom of the barrel when it comes to hosts. So why don't you call the bottom of the barrel talk show host and come on the radio there, uh, uh, Vivek. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, buddy, uh, libertyroundtable at Gmail. Uh, then we'll go ahead and set you up, put you on the radio, and we can do a bottom-up campaign. And we can ask you the very details we've been covering for the last hour and a half, and we can talk about what you will do to fix it. Michael, what Sam. do you say to that? If we're going to oh. do debate questions, that's my question. What are you going to do to fix FirstNet from destroying our elections, Vivek? What do you say, Michael? I think that's epic. I mean, what's wild is that we, we, we're actually going to push for a public campaign after this debate, but we, we've already reached out to Vivek and his team, and he knows about Erickson, and he's, he's received and, and supposedly read through the report. His response, um, I, I would have to pull it up, but, but it was something along the lines of no corporation in this country should be allowed to fund terrorism and continue to operate after, after doing what this company has done. So, and again, I think he's look, right, but what is going to be done about it? Whether it's Donald, whether it's Favac, yeah. whether it's, you know, uh, what is going to be done to change the game? People have got to go to so, prison, well, Michael. Absolutely. We're, what we're calling for is to have everyone take this report to their local jurisdictions, their, their county, their police, their sheriff, their fire. And, and here's the thing. As a, as a cor- private corporation, these, these sheriffs, these police, and I actually haven't shared this with uh, Lance or... Uh, or George yet, but here's the thing. Here's the spin, guys. Once this starts to get revealed, and since they've already admitted to criminal guilt in the Southern District of New York, as well as civil guilt, and paid a billion-dollar fine, this is no longer up for dispute. Now, when you take the report to your local police sheriff, otherwise, all of the first net connection, and honestly, all of your communities, what that does is you also pull you you pull their charter. In their charter, it will definitely not say that they're allowed to do business with state sponsors of terrorism and companies that kill American soldiers. Now, why is that important? Because now you're putting them on the record. You submit, now this is going to sound a little <laughs> a little bit much, but in all honesty, until you force a corporation's hand, they will continue to do and act as they have always acted in the interest and the best interest of their stakeholders and shareholders, which is not you, it is not we the people, it is not this country. So you would get the report, you'd submit it as evidence, Step two is to get a receipt for the evidence. Step three is to write an affidavit describing what you did, who you turned it into, why you did it, and how. Record yourself swearing by, notarize it, send, you take it to the county recorder, have it recorded as a package, you get that certified, you keep the original for yourself, and then after 90 days, they are forced and compelled to take action. Once we hit all counties, now the military can get involved because you can also file talk- a Freedom of Information Act request after you submit it too to see what they did with it internally, ladies and gentlemen. And now we got a plan. You can do that. that. Go ahead. No, it's the first time I've publicly revealed the plan for how we take jurisdiction by jurisdiction before election day. But it's going to require individuals to get educated. Understand? I mean, you don't have to actually be educated on the report to, to turn it in. But it becomes evidence, it becomes admissible, and it means that these corporations, private and otherwise, from the very, very root of our communities, which you saw in Maui, when you saw the police saying to each other, well, we got the call from above, we got the call from above, above where? You know, so I'm under the impression that a lot of these institutions, 
I've called CISA. I've called the FBI. I've, I've launched investigations through all of them. I have the filing numbers and all of the all of that very pertinent information. But listen, if, if, if we can't take our country back through proper uh, proper measures, right, then we have to still make our community safe because this company, Ericsson Controls, way more than I could even honestly go into detail in on, on this radio show. But I would just say uh, it involves child pornography and a lot of very, very, very touchy subjects. But this is not just freeing the world from being spied upon. It is freeing the world from child and human trafficking. Which, Ladies and gentlemen, again, hang tight. Got a hard break. What have they not weaponized against us yet is my question as we continue in seconds. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Some GOP voters in Wisconsin expressing their disappointment in former President Trump's decision to skip tonight's debate. Most of a group of voters speaking with Fox News ahead of the debate said that not taking part is definitely a missed opportunity for Trump. Those voters said they will look for one of the candidates participating in the debate to emerge as someone who can challenge Trump for the Republican nomination. Former President Trump says he'll travel to Atlanta tomorrow to surrender in his Georgia election interference case. Bail bondsman Scott Hall and Trump-allied lawyer John Eastman surrendered on Tuesday, three days ahead of Friday's noon deadline. Former President Trump's expected surrender Thursday is separate from any arraignments and is expected to be televised. I'm Ryan Daniels. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell giving a talk this week on the U.S. economic outlook. Powell will deliver that speech Friday morning from the annual Central Bankers Meeting. The Fed chair expected to give his latest views on whether more policy tightening will be needed to bring down inflation during a time of strong economic growth. About one in every five women are mistreated while receiving maternity care, and close to a third face discrimination. That's according to a new CDC report. Those experiences are even more common for black, Hispanic, or multiracial mothers. About 30% of them faced mistreatment, and 40% said they were discriminated against. Much of the central U.S. dealing with an extremely dangerous heat dome. Forecasters say high temperatures today could surpass 100 degrees in some areas from the Midwest to the Gulf Coast. Major cities like Dallas, Oklahoma City, Louisville and Nashville under extreme heat alerts. This is USA News. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Ew. 
Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried new Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. Welcome back to the Liberty Roundtable with your host, Sam Bushman, myself, George Ballantine as guest host, and Lance Miliaccio as another guest host, and our guest speaker, Michael Corey. So I want to bring up a quick topic about our boy, Vivek Ramaswamy. This puts a nail in the coffin for me. He accepted a $90,000 Soros scholarship in 2011, and he was earning, Ramaswamy was earning over $2 million a year. So there's no need for him to take a $90,000 scholarship, but just taking it from Soros, we got to do a lot more digging because there's got to be something more connection to Soros because he was actually trying to play that down and it just these, these revelations came out yesterday. The other thing, um, Lance, I want to talk about the DNS. You know, anything that has Rodney Joffe's name on it is corrupt and, and Michael Sussman. Now, he was tech executive one, you know, and in... In Sussman's trial, and he, and he also tried to retain Sussman as a lawyer. So people don't know about the, um, the Ultra DNS, just to make it simplified, D the DNS name system is the phone book of the internet. So like all your domain name registry businesses, Northstar has access to, and who knows what kind of backdoor software they have to get into um, anything you're developing. I mean, Mike, do you... Anything's possible, right? When it comes to backdoor software, I know you're you're very knowledgeable with um with those um type of activities in that sense. Absolutely, I mean, it's, it's from its it's from its inception, from its creation, out the box, right? Like that's where I think people fail. You know, it's, well, you know, it's, it's what the average person should shouldn't have to think and, and you shouldn't have to worry about because your, your your government, your country should should be providing that safety net for you. But imagine, if you will. Uh, the second you're talking, everyone knows this. When you're when you're when you're talking about something, you talk about a Red Wings jersey, or you talk about a football or, or a product uh, with your friend in real time, and then suddenly you pop on your phone or jump onto Amazon within milliseconds, they're advertising to you what you were just talking about. Now you mean to tell me that they can listen to you and commercialize your data that quickly, but they can't figure out how to fix elections? They can't figure out how to stop child trafficking and human trafficking. I mean, you know, it's it, it, so so a lot will come out. But to answer your question, absolutely, George, they they can backdoor into every one of these things. Not only that, but all the companies and corporations involved donated to Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation, um, as well as McCain and the McCain Institute. Which, again, I'm connected directly to the Clinton Foundation whistleblower tax case, which a lot of people don't even realize. And it's still going on in tax court, um, and it's been going for four plus years now. So, uh, one, another thing that doesn't that never gets covered, but uh, it's, it's still unfolding in real time. I want to help people understand oh. this DNS stuff a little bit more. Okay, DNS folks, look, name servers, dynamic name servers, whatever you want to say. Look, those are the servers that control connectivity on the internet. What happens is everything in computers is done by number. However, humans need to deal with names. So this big, huge DNS or database system 
uh, basically puts names to numbers or numbers to names. Uh, so when you ask for something, you go to libertyroundtable.com. The first thing that happens is it goes and says, what's the number for Liberty Roundtable? Got it. Then it uses that number. Now, I don't want to get into IP4 and IP6 and get all complicated on it. I'm just telling you that you ask for the name and it says, hey, I'm going to help you, humanoid. And I'm going to give you the number. And then that number is used to connect everything. And this DNS capability we're talking about here relates directly to that. If you get on the Internet but the DNS servers aren't there, then nothing, unless you know the number for everything, will work. Uh, let's use that basic kitchen table understanding, Michael, to explain what we're talking about here. Yeah, of course. And, and those two pieces, it's like a phone book again for the Internet. So you connect those two pieces again. What are the odds that the day before the 2020 election, both companies that were involved and owned the same companies that we're talking about, the same entities we're talking about, DNS and Newstar and uh, Ericsson and portability and phones, what are the odds that the same companies are involved in 9-11 and that the same companies were owned at, in 2011 by one company that ties back to the Federal Reserve and, and Eric Warburg um, and Warburg Pincus, the same company in 2011 owned, now I'm going to tell you this and you're going to hear it and you're going to say, no way, they owned CrowdStrike, Newstar, and Telcordia, which goes on to become Ericsson. Ericsson slides into AT&T's database and data center in New Jersey. That's that's the whole kit and caboodle, and the majority of the uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, information. The dossier was paid for by the current uh, SEC uh, chairman, Gary Gary Ginsler. I mean, this whole thing—it's a cabal of of evil people. But unfortunately, rather, what connects them is DNS and number routing and portability, um, and it all leads back to Ericsson and Newstar. So. Uh, Mike, I have a question for you, Michael, about this. Mm -hmm. So since since all these revelations came out about Neurostar, like GoDaddy bought Neurostar's domain registry business in August 2020, then TransUnion purchased Neurostar's main business for $3.1 billion. Seems like since all that stuff's coming up, they're trying to break it up and like pull away from it. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? My thoughts are that this, this is what connects every last human being listening to this right now. If you don't think this affects you civilly, TransUnion, the third largest credit bureau, purchased Newstar Security Services literally days before the Sussman indictment comes out. Three days before. So stop now, let me add to this. Um, you ahead. heard of how they steal cars and they take them to a chop shop and they car part them out. It's very hard to trace or to deal with the different pieces. They're doing the same things with these companies because then what happens is you say, oh, this is owned by whatever company A, and they go, no, it's not. Well, the fact check is that it got spun off and sold, but see, nobody digs into that in soundbite media-controlled world. All I say is, no, it's not, and I'm the credible news babe. Then, you know what, you've been shut down, and, 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 and you don't know what you're talking about, and I told the truth, and even though I lied and covered it up and played games, this allows them to do that without scrutiny. Because unless guys like Michael shine the light on it, most people can't connect those dots. It gets shut down, right? And so you, you look at that. It's the same with people, places, things, money. Okay, all this really goes back to they will be able to deal with money. And now remember, a DNS server is a public server. But there are sub-DNS servers out there that are private and control routing. So all I got to do is say publicly go to this place. Then privately 
I can control the connectivity and the routing to anything I want anywhere, and it's without scrutiny, Michael. Amen, amen. And the best part about this whole thing, wouldn't you wouldn't you know it? After TransUnion purchases New Star, wouldn't you know? Guess what happens on the day before the twenty twenty two midterms? Two hundred million consumer credit report files. If you know what is inside of a credit report, it is everything under the sun. Your literal, all the data you would need to steal an election. 200 million consumer credit report files were breached the day before the 2022 midterms. And do you want to know how many people talked about it or would even listen to me when I brought this information forward? Zero. Crickets. So, ladies and gentlemen, think about this. The FBI gets hacked. The Justice Department gets hacked. Microsoft gets hacked. Microsoft just got hacked. Uh, okay, and all these companies get hacked, but elections are absolutely, without a doubt, secure. They're not connected to the Internet, but they got modems and they're all connected, people. And uh, if you don't believe that if, if the FBI can get hacked and the Pentagon can get hacked, but elections can't get hacked, I want to know what you're smoking because, man, you got to get off that stuff. Look, this is true, folks. It's beyond debate that these things can happen. The only real question left for the American people, Lance, is what the heck are we going to do about it? You know what? It's one thing... To- to know the fox is in charge of the hen house and that hens are getting killed left and right. But at some point, how do you stop the slaughter? You know, Sam, that's the $10 million question, right? I mean, how do we get them to stop? It seems like we're seeing the exposure. We're seeing the evidence. It's really hard for them to refute, although they continue to produce reports and they continue to run their bot operations on social media and their Mockingbird-style mainstream media brainwashing programs to, st- to let people think, oh, no, it didn't happen. There is no election fraud. The, the problem is, let's face it, Sam, If you, they're getting away with it, and the more they get in, away with it, the more bold they become. It, there's no limitations. There's no consequences. You, you know, if you want to stop a criminal from doing things, there has to be consequences. We're seeing it across the country that they've reduced, you know, offense levels and all these criminals. And what do we see? An increase in crime. It's kind of like that $950 felony limit out in California. I mean, that place is out of control right now with people raiding stores and stealing up to that amount without any kind of consequences. Yeah, Dick's going Sporting to Goods just announced they're melting down and they lost 25% of their their revenue insane they blame it all on theft insane and unnecessary but that's the problem right it's like we need a fourth branch of government the accountability branch that actually runs independently of government so they can get these people need consequences they need to be held to the same standards we are the rule of law should apply to everyone am i right amen to that but let's skip the break uh, I got a soundbite, though, because, look, as we try to go peacefully for the truth and accountability, they want to ratchet it up. They they use this classical trick, which is whatever they're doing, they blame on you. It's classic projection, okay? Uh, but Joe Biden wants to say you and I are guilty of political violence. But here's Joe's violent answer to everything. Ready? And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe. If you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. Wait a minute. If I want the country to be safe and prosperous and stable, how am I fighting against the country? 
See, this is nuanced words to say, you know what? You guys get a handle on the truth and create accountability, and we're just simply going to take you to war. That's virtually what he said. And I say, you know what? That's a disgrace. I don't accept that, that escalation of violence. I want to de-escalate. I want to create accountability. Uh, really, the question becomes, George, will they let us peacefully restore the republic? God, I hope so, Sam, because, you know, our end goal is everything to be done peacefully. And but how much more can people take or will they willing to take? Who, who knows? But, you know, they said that Trump didn't want to bring out these revelations because he, he wanted to avoid a civil war in this country. And that's why he had to let the people see that was brought up by Dr. And Jan that, Hopper by Hayes the too. way, so, I mean, the only answer I think that's real and has merit. You know what? You can get knowledge to where you go, hey, wait a minute. You know what? If I do this, it's going to be worse than if I don't. I got to, you know, plot, plot and, 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 you know, manage this thing in a, in, a, in a peaceful way. How do I let more information come out? How do I let accountability occur? How do I not blow this thing up? That is a viable reality check, Michael, that we must heed. Amen. And I think what would be really awesome is to more regularly do this where we start to explain, because again, what I, what, I, what I just laid out with the subpoenas, if you, let's just say Donald Trump came back into power right now, companies like Ericsson and, and, and private entities would still be able to steal our elections because they backdoor through the sheriff's office. This, so this is truly not just about elections, and I think if we can update the subpoenas and the progress we are making all in all counties around the country, we can watch and we can literally be a part of not only taking back our country, but restoring our republic. And I know it sounds far-fetched and I know it sounds hard to believe, but there is no way we've all gone through all of this and that God would allow us to, to, to not have justice restored. And again, you know, that includes military taking care of the things and the criminals and all the, all the people that were involved. Look, if I can put it together and I'm, I'm just an average Joe civilian, then that means everybody else can comprehend, understand, and get involved. And that's what has to happen if we're going to take our country back. We have to get involved, and we have to fight civilly and lawfully, fighting with the pen, fighting with knowledge as our power, and knowledge as our weapon. Um, and I don't mean to say weapon as if it's a, you know, but, but in this, this is truly a spiritual war, and it's truly a, a information war. And in, in, in that kind of war, you know, uh, being remaining civil and remaining uh, lawful is key because that is something that we have done as patriots and as, as candid uh, civilians of this country. We've done that the entire time. The other side has cheated. The other side has done wrong. They've done the, the uh, undue diligence to give our country and its critical infrastructure away. That's Obama and that's Joe Biden committing treason. They've killed our American veterans and soldiers. There is, there is no more reason to stand up than, than right now in this moment and and in the next year to coming up to 2024 we can take back our country but we have to make progress and it has to start in your communities and you have to sure up your local communities and sure up that technology that all those firefighters and all those policemen and all those great servicemen and women are using when they go to rescue people day in and day out um, we cannot have a corporation like Ericsson that's willing to kill and maim and harm American soldiers plus plus 
and we cannot allow them to control our, our local communities. You don't want to end right, up now, being Michael, like Michael, you Mar- brought up something that I've got to pick up sure. on here. You said, hey, you know what, Erickson has a back door to the sheriff's office. This is a yes, critical sir. point people need to understand. And the reason you're saying this is, remember, this is critical infrastructure connectivity that we're talking about, right? Absolutely, yeah. It, it is. I mean, they can shut down the entire country if they want to right now. And so you got to get that system out of your local community it, it, because all, this is the part that Dr. Jan Halper made that was so important. She mentioned that the United States is a corporation. And, I mean, it, it's hard to hear that because I, I think a lot of people kind of get it gets lost on them. That yes, of course it's a corporation because how else would you have all these federal governments and agencies and taxpayer dollars? Of course it's got to be incorporated, um, you know, acting as, acting in front of. Um, and, and that right there is, is the key to all of this. If, if it's a corporation from the top, that means it also is with your local jurisdiction, your local county, your local city, your local municipalities. They're all corporations. And so from the bottom to the top, from the top down, the only way you fix this country and restore order is to get this infection out. And Erickson is the infection. New Star is the DNS. And this is one fell swoop to, to really fix our country and, and heal the world. Um, and, and I think we should all take take a step and, and really start to start to take aim at doing so. And because it's core infrastructure, ladies and gentlemen, it's emergency services, it's fire, it's police, it's you know everything you can think of, all filtered through FirstNet. All right, it's a national cellular network dedicated to public safety. It might have started out on the right idea. Don't know. I doubt it, but give them some. However, the scope was soon expanded to include all critical infrastructure. Those words are scary, Lance. All critical infrastructure. And he's right. It ties it to your mayor. It ties it to your sheriff. It ties it to everything, everywhere. And you know what? They control the whole thing globally, Lance. I mean, look, you know, that's the danger, right? They have got their hooks into literally everything that, that controls us. It's all about control. It's, it, it's in itself the way that they have structured this. It, and they've, had, they've been doing it for years, Sam. They've been working on this process. They've been working on this integration. They've been working on controlling the Internet for literally decades. And that's the problem. America needs to wake up and realize that we can't allow this to happen. And our and the country needs to unify, not separate by political belief or racial, racial you know, uh, segregation or from uh, religion. We need to unify because it's us against this corrupt cabal government in D.C. I, I don't know how else to say it any more clearly. The, you can see this over and over again. It's a pattern. They deny, 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 and then the proof just keeps coming out, coming, coming out. And what do they do? They try to suppress it. And here we are in a situation exactly what the founders and framers did not want for us. Am I right? Amen to that. Let's do some reminder from terms here. FirstNet is the cellular network they created. Ericsson is one of the main players, one of the main companies. AT&T is kind of the backbone. Ericsson is kind of the connectivity partner. But the DNS is controlled by who now, uh, Michael? New star, new star, new star, new star. You got to remember these names, folks, because you may not understand all the technical stuff, but if you have the names, you have the ability to connect the dots uh, and the ability to virtually tell the story. 
All right, we're talking about ultra DNS via Newstar, aren't we? It's ultra DNS connectivity. It goes beyond the standard DNS that you and I use every day on our internet. It goes into private networks, and it and it actually connects the dots and makes connectivity and routing to circumvent uh, the internet to give a private platform and a communications network for all communications to those who would lord over us, Michael. Amen. And here's the thing. Here's a, here's a cherry on top of the Take Back Our Country Sunday. Um, Ultra DNS, the new FedNow that, that was revealed, it runs on Ultra DNS servers and, D, and their DNS. So it runs on New Stars. And New Star was they, they sold they sold it off to Vercara, but once again they're just trying to move. You know, once you criminality is criminality, you, you committed the crime. It's not about where you're trying to move. You know, the movement or sale thereof is also criminal measure. So, um, I, I would I would just say, and I would caution everyone that the more we can come together, whether that's Republican or Democrat, the more we can reveal and stand up for our soldiers who fought for us. And the more that we can come together as a, as a country, the faster we can solve this problem and the faster we can recover from it. Um, I know, again, makes it seem almost too difficult to believe that there is a way out of this, but I promise you there is. Um, and, and Donald Trump is, is, is also involved working on it. Um, I would also say several others within uh, high, high, power, high positions of power are doing a lot and more uh, but again, until until we all take a stand and say enough's enough, um, you know, the pain will keep coming because it's it's a very painful truth. But very, 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 very fortunate. Again, what did they use to have us all devolve during COVID? Emergency mandates, emergency orders, emergency, emergency, emergency. And now you see how they were able to backdoor and steal our elections for as long as they have. Um, you know, it starts, it starts with the elections machines getting installed, which happened through the Florida uh, Bush v. Gore ballot issue uh, fiasco. That's when the, that's when the machines Yeah, the really hey, Chad, back in the day, tail tells it all, but it's getting worse. And they got the central nerve system for this whole thing called FirstNet, ladies and gentlemen. And, yes, these devices are connected. Ask if anybody doubts you, why do they have modems in them then? Nobody will debate that. They'll say, oh, yeah, there's modems in there. Okay, what for? Oh, it's only for maintenance. Okay. But here's the thing you got to know now, too. They're building pieces of this. They don't have it all complete. They've got, they're, they're far down the road. They got a lot together, but they don't have it all done. And they're building pieces that you can see before your very eyes right now. Uh, thus, the term FedNow. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the FedNow is a new term that just got cranked up. And the, net, the new FedNow service will help, quote, enable financial institutions. To deliver end-to-end financial services faster. Oh, to their clients and customers. Okay, they're literally tying this directly to money. And until they do, they don't have it all. Money, in my opinion, is the cornerstone to this whole deal. And I'm telling you, once the money's tied into this, the gloves are off, Michael. Amen, amen. And so it's so it's so great because this allows again. Imagine if one company is sponsoring and funding it, which they've already admitted to Ericsson, and Ericsson is connected to everything: the mainstream media, the FCC broadcasting, um, you name it. 
critical infrastructure, our country as it, uh, as it operates and runs as a federal government. All of these things now are sponsoring funding and bribing terrorism. Now, the terrorism is, is same two companies are involved in stealing the election. Well, what did Trump put in place? Executive orders to seize the assets of all those companies involved. Who owns Ericsson, BlackRock, State, State Street, Vanguard? What do all those companies have in ties to China and Joe Biden and his son Hunter? What does that have in, in complement to all of the entire corruption pie? Well, the answer to that is Huawei. Huawei and Ericsson have had a patent sharing agreement since 2002. So this is your total corruption, top to bottom, how we take our country back. But again, if we don't get educated and we don't understand, again, I've been putting this report out since May of 2022, and here we are about a year and uh, three to four months later. And, you know, I'm still struggling to, to get the word out. So, Well, hopefully Liberty take- Roundtable has been able to put it on the kitchen table like nobody else, ladies and gentlemen. We want it to make it simple. I, I can get into the technical details of it if people want to, but I, just, I feel like it's just all it's going to do is lose everyone. Understand they've created a private cell network via Ericsson. Understand they've used government emergency to literally shove everything through that control communication system. Elections, emergency services, everything. And now they're tying money to it as well. And eventually there will be no escaping their, quote, global communications infrastructure where they hold all the cards via the DNS services. Uh, In other words, the names, the numbers, controlling databases of the world, uh, all the way down to the machine at your sheriff's office. This is serious, Lance. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how we're going to get this fixed, though. I mean, it's such a massive problem, Sam. I don't, I don't know what the solution is. Every I time I letters. dig, yeah, G O D. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think the military is the only way at this point. I mean, I'd love to see the constitutional sheriff step in and start dropping the hammer on all this information. Uh, you know, I, I just we dip, go down these rabbit holes. All of us as investigative journalists, we find these incredible amounts of corruption and deceit and evil, really, at the heart of it. And then we put it out there, and 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 like Michael has done, we give reports to Congress, we give reports to all these agencies, and what do they do? They squash it, they sit on it, they don't operate. Our, you know, our government at this point, I don't think they can be trusted on any end, Sam. I mean, your thought, I just don't trust them at all. We can trust them to spend us into oblivion, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Other than that, your point's well taken. Ladies and gentlemen, we're flat out of time. I wish we had more. I will say the only answer is God, G-O-D, God Almighty. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, that we the people don't have the authority, don't have the grace to solve this. But I know he loves his children. And I know George Washington had a vision, which is angels help us. And we have a free country and freedom for a group of people prepared to meet Christ when he returns. Never lose sight of that, please, folks, because that is the key. It will be rough times. There's no doubt about it. But we do await our Savior, Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, for our guest, Michael Carey, Lance Miliacho, George Valentine, and myself, Sam Bushman, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.